I think I've determined everyone is a powerhouser. Welcome, powerhousers. Bring hello. your trousers. Hello, hello. Back hello, to hello. the Powerhouse Fence Show. Uh, I'm a host, Zach, and this is the Dan. host, Dan. Uh, or I'm the other host, however right. that works. Um, presented tonight by Memphis Fence Company, MFG Manufacturing, and Simpalo. Uh We're live, so you can call in. There should be a Hold number on. scrolling. Let me, uh, let me stick the number on there. There that you would go. Be useful. Thank you, sir. Scrolling. Thank you, sir. So we got a phone number going. What is the phone number? It says. Am I supposed to ask uh, them? Hold Did on. They, we want Not. them to call in and tell us what the number is. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because right. we don't know. We just put it on there. All right, cool. I think we do have some oh, old maybe business from our last. Do we got any funny anecdotes today? Anybody? Anything funny? Not at all. You're the funny guy, oh, okay. man. Where's well, the crickets? <gasps> <laughs> so, I like how we introduced the introduced the crickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's good. Uh, Dan and I have been on a ladder for the last couple hours installing new security cameras, which is not too funny. I mean, nothing real funny there. No, but it was pretty cool. And so that's about it. I mean, it's some pretty cool equipment. Um, yeah. But that's about it. I don't haven't nothing really too funny. I mean, oh my uh, goodness. So I guess we'll just jump right into old business for the show, and that'll be cool. We got a guest tonight. I'm really excited about. I'll introduce him, or Dan will here shortly. I've known him for quite some time. Dan's known him even known longer, him like a few days. A few days. Few yeah. Days. Okay. Yeah. Um, I keep so I grabbing guess, my mic. I'm like. Let's get into the old business. You know, yeah, let's old do business. it. What do we got? All right. Man? What do we got? So uh, we signed up for Job Nimbus. Ah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you say Job Nimbus or Memphis? Nimbus. Nimbus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Job Nimbus is a uh, software. Which like, is a type of cloud. That's actually that great correct? job, Kenny. This was not rehearsed or anything, but great job. Yeah. I so, didn't even uh, get an agenda. I have no idea what my questions are going to be uh, right. consistent of tonight. So. Right. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, it's uh, like a project management CRM kind of software that we signed up for, and we're, we've started down the onboarding process, and we're going to try that. Do you like how they use the word Nimbus, which is a type of cloud, wherein the other companies are using the word cloud? I think that's pretty right. clever. Yeah. I like and that. So I figured out when you're talking to them, they just call it Nimbus. Really? They drop the job. Okay. So they just refer to it as Nimbus. Obvious Did you notice we're that? doing jobs. No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was like, well, in Nimbus. I'm like. I like that. It's interesting. In the clouds. Right. But yeah, anyways. So that's really what we got going on. Um, we'll talk about that. Probably some more coming up when we kind of get into it and really figure out what's going on. I think it's going to take us quite a bit to figure out what all it does. As as that pertains to our few entry uh, shows, our first few podcasts, we were talking a lot about um, processes and developing processes and workflows and that kind of thing and so launching into job nimbus is just another way that we're kind of trying to refine our our process as far as scheduling and yep. workflow specifically workflow yep um yep. and workflow then even more for job jobs. tracking yep which we're excited about yep so it's cool it'll like track you know leads versus sales and in fact he was telling us you can put like custom fields on the jobs and you can track anything that you want as long as you can put it in one of those custom fields so that's cool. pretty cool like yeah. you can see how many jobs you do that are new installs versus repairs or modifications like or that. anything like or that. Just so. have like a running material cost kind of a ticker type thing or a bar graph or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So anything else? I actually, we weren't sure if Kenny was going to be here tonight. So I wrote two agendas and I put a lot more old business in that other one, but I don't really want to get too far into that. I'm a, I really afford wanna, Kenny as much time yeah. as 
he yep. wants really. So, um, so we've said Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Y'all haven't seen Kenny. You've heard Kenny a little bit. Um, uh, I've known Kenny for a while. When I first started Memphis Fence Company, Kenny was kind of uh, doing a little wait, bit wait, of wait, everything. Wait. Let, in let's the let the shop. people see Kenny. You want to introduce? I was yeah. Saying, let's let him see. I Kenny. like this. He's just sitting he's here, the waiting. man in the shadows, and then we just give the big reveal. He's behind the scenes, and we're <laughs> yeah. just going to talk Batman. the whole time. You guys are funny. Enter Batman. Yeah. All right. Let's see and Kenny. Let's see Kenny. Hey. Hey, hey guys. There's how you Kenny. Doing? <laughs> so Kenny is uh, here in studio. There you go. There's proof of that. So he's he's live with us. We made it here in time, and we're rocking and rolling. So go ahead with your story, yeah, Zach. So, I'm sorry. Uh, I met Kenny um, going, in the iron shop. Uh, Kenny was doing a good bit of everything, a little bit of fabrication, a whole lot of installation, among other things, equipment repair. And I, at that point, I believe he had been in uh, the chain link division for some time before that. And really, I had no installation experience at all. So any of my installation and a lot of the equipment repair stuff, um, just kind of getting in there in the shop and really some of the skills needed to perform the job as shop foreman, I learned from Kenny. So it's pretty cool to have him here. And Kenny, uh, I introduced one of our new employees in the iron shop to Kenny earlier this week as a guy who, if you need a question answered about anything on the property, Kenny probably knows the answer. If not, yeah, he knows just, where to just point. make Kenny your first stop. Right. You, you right. got a question about anything. Just but go to Kenny first, but don't cause Kenny <laughs> has a really busy schedule. So, you know, uh, just to observe that. So I'm, now I'm never too busy to help somebody out when they ask for help. Right, you right. know that more than anybody. Well, and that's why we like you so much. So Kenny now is in sales. He started in residential and now has transitioned into commercial sales. And that's my Kenny story. So, um, a really, really good dude to work with. Very hard worker. Um, I may be the only person who can keep up with Kenny. Just saying, <laughs> if anyone can, Zach, <laughs> Zach, enter eye roll. Yeah, just, yeah, just, right. just, just pat himself on the back there. Uh -huh. A couple good times. Uh, they, if they've watched this, they know who we are. You know, so they know who I, my character is. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my my Kenny. What what? Do, let's hear your Kenny. What's your version of Kenny? So I first met Kenny when I was still just uh i don't even know what i was doing something in the field running around the yard maybe i i don't really know yeah, first time i saw you you were barreling in here on a go-kart no yes no yes <laughs> what year did you no here? no 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 the first the first time i saw you here at the office um you had it, came up here after work one day and was doing something in the shop is what you were doing yep so and i happened to be i happened to be in the shop working late um fabbing something i don't remember what and that was a uh, kind of my first introduction with you so i think when i first knew you you were on chris's truck originally yes yes i was there right. for i don't know three or four months it's kind of where you started here is that right yeah yeah, yeah it yeah because that's whenever we were doing that job in rossville no um, no 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 i had already transitioned away from him okay and i was in the shop at the time uh, working with Andre, and I want to say, I want to say we were, I, Chris needed help, and we were kind of slow in the shop, so I I kind of filled in the help. In so you did go out there some? Yeah, quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, that's probably one of my earliest memories of you, is that job? It's a big job. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I remember, remember when I came and helped you move? 
I don't know if that was before that job or after that job. Uh, that was that was well before that job. Yeah, okay. That was well, well before that job. Okay, so then that maybe is one of the earliest things I remember. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, the, the first interaction with you, I believe, was in the was in the iron shop. You came to, to do something. I don't remember what it was. And what, yeah, was so, what was Dan's responsibilities here at that time? Didn't have any. <laughs> he had no <laughs> responsibilities. Not here, not anywhere. Not a care in the world, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, so it may have been... What year did you start here? Uh, 2006. Uh, July 7th, 2006. Um, Chris is actually the one that uh, found me out. He wa- I was When I first moved up here, I couldn't find a job. I actually came here to apply, and you guys weren't hiring. So I got a job at Sears uh, selling appliances. because It's the only job I could find. Before and, that, you uh, did have background in fence, right? You yes, said, yes, in Tampa, Florida. Did y'all start father own a fence company or do fence or teach all no, 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 no. Uh, summer when I was 15, best friend next door, working for a guy doing roofing, did okay. fencing on the side. He said, um, I we need some help. And Lewis said, I got this guy next door. He's my best friend. Let's, let's get him in here. He's, he's, he's a real go-getter and, uh, worked that summer doing roofing and wood repairs. He didn't touch any chain link. And then the following summer, his father-in-law actually uh, came knocking on my door and said, Hey man, my, uh, my son-in-law says you're some pretty good help. Uh, you want to come work with me? I was like, well, what does it pay? He was like, I'll pay you better than my son-in-law. Cool. So uh been fencing ever since. I mean, that's kind of how it all began. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's I was fine. trying to talk to Alyssa, but. Oh, so normally Alaria is sitting over here as like our producer pushing buttons. Tonight, it's my wife, Alyssa. This is her first time. So I was trying to. I'm over here like giving her some eye signals, like trying to tell her to do something and all <laughs> yes, of this. So she pointed to the ceiling tiles yeah and i don't know what that means uh, they need a little dusting <laughs> <laughs> all right so 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 anyways you would yeah, you'd yeah. ask me a question you know and uh, uh meeting chris and applying for a job and then he saw you mm-hmm. where were you, you i were was at sears he walked yeah. in he was looking for a new refrigerator and he was talking to me and i saw his orange memphis fence shirt and started talking to him about fence and then um he left got his refrigerator came back a I don't know, a few weeks later, and I was, wasn't there. He left a message, called him back, and he said, well, give Randy a call. We're looking for a – I need a helper on my truck, basically, is what he said. And um, came down here, and I was, I was dressed. <laughs> Randy will tell you the story. I was dressed. I had, I had these big hooped earrings in, had a tongue piercing, had a blue shirt on with a tie and dress pants and dress shoes. But <laughs> he doesn't realize I, had, I was coming here before I had to go From to my – sales job. Well, no, I had to go to work <laughs> when I left here. So I was, I was fully dressed, ready to go to Sears right, with nice, my tie, nice. looking nice. And they say come like you're dressed ready for work. They don't and say I was ready of, to go to my right. second job for sure. What type of job you're dressed and, uh, for. <laughs> it's just, and then he interviewed me and he was like, oh, I mean, I don't know what his opinion was of me. And uh, hired me on the spot. You got the job. Yeah. I got the job. Yeah. Worked with Chris for, I don't know, three or four months. And then uh, I thought. a foreman job opened up on the yard. Boy, and didn't take them earrings out. <laughs> which I did. Uh, and you know when I took them out. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's a that's a that's a nice story there. <laughs> Known this guy for seems like forever. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't even know what is my earliest memory with you because it's you're almost one of those people that have just always been there, you know. Always been around, so, man. Always been around. But anyways, yeah. So I guess in summer of 06, I was I was probably working on a wood truck then. Because I worked on a wood truck between school years. So it would have been summer of 05, I was on a wood truck. Summer of 06, I was on a wood truck. And you were with Judd then. Yep. 
You were, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You were, you were with Judd, but the first time I saw you, you were, I want to say you were doing something to your truck in the shop. You were doing Maybe. something the first time you walked in and I was over there working on something that, that afternoon. Yeah. I was just curious, trying to solve that mystery. But anyways, all right. So we talked a little bit about how you started in Florida. So do you want to, uh, you had some other experience doing other type of work in Florida outside of fence. Do you want to talk about anything you did down there? Uh, it really, it was uh, never say no. Yeah. Uh, when something came up, just go do it. Basically. Uh, wow. Where do I start at working with uh, working with Wayne was very interesting uh, doing roofing because he didn't just specialize in one type of roofing. Mm. He did clay roofing. He did, he did tile roofing. He did, um, shingles i mean you name it he could he could pretty much fix anything do anything and he was a excellent tree climber he we would do uh tree trimming we would do fence repairs especially when he dropped a limb on the fence you know that's kind of where we uh my first fence experience was doing a repair when he dropped a huge limb <laughs> on the fence and uh he's like all right go to go i'm a 15 years old with a permit and he says here's my credit card go to home depot and i looked at him and said what let me do what yeah, go right. get my truck and go get me some material I'm like, I don't Just know what I'm getting. think about you know, that now guys today they're like nope that light is out on that truck. I can't drive it. <laughs> I can't right. drive it. That's no, right. I you're... got tail light out. I can't go anywhere. That's right. Yeah. So just nervous as can be. Um, and it was just, just never saying no. You know, when you get into fencing, there's a lot of things you're going to, you're going to get into. Um, I did some handrails with him, some, uh, basically bolt together handrails. First mm -hmm. experience the handrails had no idea what I was doing. And he just said, neither do I, we're going to figure it out together. Yeah. So that's what we did. Sure. We just uh, got out there and just started putting that's, it together. That's about as good of an attitude as you can have, I think. Yeah. Like, nope. I don't know how to do it, but we're going to go figure it out and we're going to get it done. And yeah. that's exactly uh, what we did. Yeah. yeah. Wayne, Wayne would never turn down a job. And his uh, his father-in-law, Walt, who had me eventually work with him, you know, full time, he was it was the same way. Yeah. He'd go where the he'd go wherever the job was. We'd go to Kissimmee, St. Cloud, Daytona, Miami, Orlando. I mean, it didn't matter wherever the job was, wherever mm -hmm. the job was. And let's talk about, I want to, I want to touch bases on tools. Okay. Memphis fence has some of the best tools. Okay. Compared to how I first started fencing. Okay. <laughs> We're out there in, in Kissimmee or, or Fort Myers, Florida doing a, 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 a job at an airport, thousands and thousands and thousands of feet. And we're out there with a, with a beaver digging holes with a beaver, you know, planes going overhead, no bathroom inside. And, and we're out there using a pipe cutter cut rail i mean he didn't have a bandsaw a generator or a welder i didn't know what a welder was had welding experience in high school but he did not have a welder on the truck mm -hmm. and uh man you don't want to talk about old school i mean he i mean we didn't get a bandsaw until right before i quit working for him it, it was pipe cutter pipe wrench and if you were trying to bust holes in the asphalt it was a sledgehammer and an axe that's what we used what? to bust holes yes so and when you say a pipe cutter, you're talking about the one with the wheels that you yeah, tighten like down rigid, and spin around. Yeah. So if you said it, so the rule was is that post is getting set to height. I'd imagine okay? so. Yeah, that post is getting set to height. Okay, because right. you don't want to be up there in a ladder or you know up there above your head cranking that bad boy down and just going uh -huh. to town trying to cut two inches off the post. And he wouldn't let it ride. Yeah. No, no, no. That post had to be cut off. It had right. to be cut to height. It had to be right. He would he would never cut corners on a job. I mean, there's good, good great, too. great worth ethic. Walt had the best worth ethic. Yeah. Yeah. So were you doing fence full time for Walt? Yeah. Or yeah. was it a little bit of everything? It, it, well, he mainly did fencing. So the the first summer I worked with when I was 15, I was doing fencing and roofing with um, with Lewis and mm -hmm. Wayne. And then the second summer, Walt actually came to my house mm -hmm. and said, hey, you know, I want to put you to work this summer. So I went to work with him and it was mostly residential 
a uh, little bit of wood, maybe one or two commercial jobs that summer. Nothing, nothing I'd say that was stands out to be memorable. It wasn't until the following summer when I started working with him full time that the we started. He started traveling. He started traveling. That's when we were going to Daytona and Miami, yeah, all around Florida, all around Florida. He would he would chase the money, Fort Myers. I mean, just chase the money, chase the fencing wherever it would take him. Right. You know, staying in hotels. I mean, if it was if it was an hour drive, we're driving back home. But an hour and a half, Walt said it's a hotel. We're yeah. staying in a hotel because we're going to get up at five o'clock. We're going to be on the job site at six, and we're going to be leaving at three thirty, four o'clock. He's like, I want a thousand feet set before we leave. I want a thousand feet stretched and tied off before we leave. So what y'all do after lunch? <laughs> Drink beer. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, it was it was it was an experience, but he had a he had a really hardcore worth ethic that I think he instilled on me. Sure. You know, just like both my parents had great, great work ethics. My dad would work, uh, worked at a battery company, Johnson Controls, and he would work uh, an eight-hour shift and take on a second eight-hour shift without blinking an eye. If it was offered to him, he's taking it. He's working it. Right. Yeah. So how long were you in Florida? How long did you work for the first guy, and how long did you work for Walt? Like kind of what was the time frame when all of this was I was on? working with him for about – I worked with Walt for about three years. And then I got into a really good friend of mine, Pat, that got me into doing rescreening. So I veered away from Walt because the, the money was better. That was like the screened in mm-hmm. patios yeah, or porches in, or something. In Florida, you Lanai's know, every, everywhere. Lanai's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Porches. I mean, you had, you had, everyone has a pull cage. Right. Everybody has a pull cage. Some of them are two stories high. So me and Pat, we would uh, go out and we first, we started off, I was working with him and his uncle Scott at first, and we were up doing rescreening. um, repairs golf courses oh man golf courses holes mm-hmm. right through the roof you know what i mean golf balls all in the pool uh did that for probably about a year year and a half and then uh moved up here and started working here shortly thereafter yeah so you worked at sears a little bit doing appliance sales mm-hmm. in there and yep. then was just dumb luck that Chris walked into Sears needing a refrigerator. Now, and, mind you, I'd already came. Like Memphis Fence was the first place I applied at. Oh, so you'd already applied I'd already applied that. here, yes. Okay. I'd already applied here first. Okay. So that's kind of was your segue into the conversation with Chris when he was there. Yeah. And then you talked to him for a bit and uh, came up, talked to Randy, and got hired on. And Pretty then much. you went on Chris's truck. Yep. And so you were there for a bit. And then you... What, did you go from being on Chris's truck to on the yard and then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, positioned up, up, up and up, up on the yard. It was more hours. Cause Chris liked to work from seven to three thirty, three o'clock. Yeah. And I really wanted more hours. I was really striving to try to make some money and, um, it was better hours. So went ahead and started working the yard, uh, did that for a few years and then got over into the iron shop with Andre and, um, well, well hold on. So on the yard, were you initially a helper on the yard? No, no. I went directly from being a helper on the truck to being the yard foreman. Okay. So that was your step into being yard foreman. Yes. And then from there, you went into the shop and yes. started working. So what ended up happening is your dad saw me pretty much every day getting off Chris's truck and then going to work. Yeah. I'd end up in Noe's shop, filling gates, or in the vinyl room cleaning up, or down on, down in the bottom of the pit down there cleaning up, throwing trash away, reorganizing, you know, they had, uh, uh, James and Billy would unload trucks or be loading customers. And I would be back there just swapping out material and helping them load customers, you know, pulling fittings for them. And he noticed I was just a real go getter. So he offered me the position. He's like, you know, I'm, I need somebody who's young, impressionable, and I want them to 
clean up my yard. Yeah. And so he thought I was a good fit. So after you had been on the yard for a while, got it cleaned up, how how did the yard then compare to what it looks like now? Uh, no comment. <laughs> but you got to remember back then there were three of us. Yeah. There were, there were three of us working the yard. It's a lot harder for one person to keep up with all of it. Right. It, it really is. It three really people. is. A, so three people getting. on the and yard. We've only had one guy for what a long time. eight years now a long nine time. years we've only had one yard guy yeah. yeah he can't keep up with all of themselves yeah so we've had a couple of helpers come in and then they're here for a bit and then gone it just don't work out that's not that's not what they want to do they don't yeah. want to be on a truck or travel but the way i look at it it's steady hours it's it's good money it's good honest work yeah but man it's crazy people don't want to be on the yard that's right that's you right. know, it's so crazy. All everybody, when they come in off the truck, they're like, nope, it's time to go home. I got no interest in hanging around. I, here, right? I don't understand it. There's so much around here to stay busy. Oh, yeah. Picking up trash, throwing stuff in the dumpster. And, and if it's raining or, you know, a wet day, whatever, I mean, you can at least get a day in. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, know? you if you're going to do that, you're going to end up standing over them, trying to keep them busy because their minds get to wondering, you know, what can I do at home? You know, what's, you know, what's going to be more important to me? And then they, check on this candy crush real quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I, I think uh that's kind of become more and more of a pet peeve here recently is just like trying to clean up i know zach you you made some comments about it a week or so ago and you know some today yeah yeah so yeah. Well, you know his, even even on his iron side right now they stay so busy when do they have time to go to get back there and so clean they, up that they've area? cleaned some Ooh over there it's it's better than it was but awesome. i mean it's still man it's it's a full-time thing just trying to like clean mm -hmm. you know it's it crazy is. but yeah yeah like i said i think that's kind of become more and more of a pet peeve deal and i tried to hire you remember when i tried i got like three temps and i think one of the guys showed up for like one or two days and the other two never even showed up never or anything up, yeah, yeah it's crazy but anyways all right so you went in the shop and you worked with Andre. Well, okay. So it kind of started out where Andre was needing some help. Yeah. Uh, we were really starting to pick up in the shop and he walked up to me one day. We were across the street in the break room eating lunch. And he said, Kenny, do you know how to weld? And I said, yeah, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm not the best at it, but I went to school for it. Yeah. Let's, he said, come in the shop. Let's give it a try. So, um, of course, you know, his English has not always been the best, mm -hmm. but uh, steadily watching him and watching him the way he works, you just kind of don't really talk to him just kind of follow in line with what he's doing and kind of to let him oh, direct and, you yeah if you want you to know, learn from andre you just gotta observe you've got to observe and pay attention and pay attention which yeah. is very hard mm -hmm. it's very hard because he, he he would move so fast mm. like what are you doing what are you doing and you don't want to stop him because it would it would upset him because he was a production man yeah i need to get production done to get this stuff out to get it installed to make money he's mm. a production man that's what was important to him that zach do you want to tell your favorite story about andre in production you know the one of me and him oh that's your fa I, that's your favorite story <laughs> I, I don't i never want to hear it again i know i know me and him at one point right, here's we another did, one we did we did three days of prep of of welding caps welding finials right you know filling everything up punching channel and then we sat down on one table with two welders and busted out i think 90 panels in one day Right. Dan's just story fabulous. is 75 before lunch. 73. 75. It was 75. Now, no, and now no, no, 73. No. See, the numbers so, will change. 73. And then six months now, it'll be 100 and something. But it, we did go to lunch at like 2 o'clock. So, I mean, there is that. But, yeah, it was aluminum as well. So, I mean, 
you know, that's a little easier, but we built 73 and then we went to lunch. Yeah. So that, that's, that's a, a good pretty, day. Pretty good day. That's a good day. Me and Kenny pumped out some panels out of there. Yeah, too. we did. All that Graceland stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We knocked that out. That stuff is fun, man. Getting two guys rolling, having a jig set up mm-hmm. and working and two we were, on one table. We're using that, that flip jig. Ah, yeah. I know you didn't like that thing, but. That's what we were using, and we built all those panels. It, w- it was handy. Yeah. It was definitely handy, especially yeah. not having to lean over as far. Yeah, right. Yeah, it definitely gives you easy access to the... Oh, yeah. So what what we're talking about is we had it... So when Kenny keeps talking about the shop and Andre and all that, that's our fabrication shop. And in there, we had a table set up where it would be level, but then the whole table tilted down. And so we would, you know, put the channel and the pickets and all that, clamp it down, weld the bottom. No, you weld the top first. Flip it down, weld the top, stand mm-hmm. it up, weld the bottom, take yep. the panel. So either way, instead of having to reach over to the bottom side of the channel, you just flipped it down and you kind of just bent over in the bottom of the channel was right there where you were welding it. But yep. that was, uh, that's and what we It was kind of a about. stiff table, so you would, didn't really have to, I mean, a little bit of force would push it down, but it would stay level if you just, kind of left it where it was but yeah you would roll the top channel tilt it down get the middle one and then you know tilt the back up where it was comfortable for you and just roll them on down yep so all right and then so you you learned a little bit about fabrication in the shop from andre helped him yes and then you wound up on a truck running a truck doing installs for iron yes and real that happened really quick thereafter (laughs) (laughs) yeah once once andre once once i caught on what he was doing after a few months he basically said, I want Kenny in my shop full time. Hey, Josh, I don't want him going anywhere else. Josh commented. He said, what's going on, guys? Well, hey, Josh. So Josh is tuned in listening to us. Pipe down. We're in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I just jumped in the middle of Kenny's story there to talk about I'm Josh. Just kidding. That's cool. No, we like when people chime in, man. That's cool. Welcome, yep. Josh. So Josh also works here with us. He's one of our crew leaders or foremen. So. But carry on. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, it was, uh, it was shortly thereafter uh, getting in after working with Andre to just starting to do installs and it, it, it's a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah. Uh, customizing fence. It's, 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 it's a real, you know, whenever you're watching those videos and they have the sand, uh, like the moon sand and a cup and then they take a knife and they cut it. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no better feeling than going out on a job site setting posts, pulling dimensions, and then having it built in the shop by a, a master builder and going out and everything fits in place like it's supposed to. A master without, builder. Yeah, master builder. I like that. You know, he 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 just a master at his craft. Okay, mm-hmm. you couldn't beat Andre in the shop. I don't care if it's down rails, handrails, spiral staircase, didn't matter what it is. He could he could do it all. Awnings, mm-hmm. I mean, aluminum didn't matter. Remember when he, we did, were doing the stainless in there? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, Andre could do it all. Okay, he's yeah. just a really good mentor to to pay attention to he really really is so uh yeah man it's just it's no better feeling it's like that satisfaction whenever the last panel goes in it's like am i gonna have to trim a quarter inch am i gonna trim two inches and it just fits perfectly you know just get in there weld it and start priming painting get the gate hung and everything works like it's supposed to i mean me and zach built some really good custom gates that went with a messed up driveway and left a two inch gap all the way around and the uprights were set perfectly but the but the two sides were different so mm-hmm. one side was 72 and the other side was at 68 mm-hmm. and then the bottom of the gate kind of contoured with uh contoured with the ground yeah. and still had a perfect inch and a half gap in the middle keep of little it. fido in there that's what it was yeah yeah he yeah. had his little tiny uh dog or whatever and mm-hmm. and it 
turned out wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, uh, you know, a lot goes into it. I mean, it's yeah. not just, it's not just, you know, that's, go out there and just a do lot it. of prep and thought. And I mean, all of that that's, stuff has that, to yep, be thought out point. if yep. it's going to work right. That's know? right. That's right. And sometimes, sometimes you won't even think about it then. Sometimes it's two hours later or the next day. And you're like, oh, I got this idea. Hey, let right. me go back to the For job sure. site. Let's For let's sure. let's work this problem. Were Were you the guy that tried to burn down the college? It was not a college. That... <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. Okay, so I had a guy with me, and I put him on fire watch. Okay. And we had <laughs> we learned those words after the fire. No, 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 no. Wait no, no. A minute. I, I, said, I said I'm not going to use his name. I'm not going to use his name. I'm use names here. I put anyone down. It's it it rhymes with with oh, this guy's name though. We share a name, I think. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't oh, him. Okay, okay, okay. It wasn't him. That oh, was that, okay. this was okay. before him. This okay. was before him. Okay. Uh, or right around the time mm-hmm. he left. So anyways, I go to the college to replace two panels. We get the first panel in, and I, you know, before we get there, pull out the fire extinguisher, put them on fire watch, and he says. um, Cause I tell him, I said, look, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attack this panel over here against the column, the plate there, and I'm going to attack it over here, and then we're going to weld it up, stay on fire watch. It's dry like it is now. It's hot. Yeah, the grass Small was like spark. brown. Oh, it was brown. <laughs> it was brown. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I get the panel all attacked in. Are we good? Oh, yeah, we're good. And he's watching the ground, welding the panel, and all of a sudden I feel tap. Here comes that candy crush tap. again. Kenny, what is it, man? Hey, Kenny, what, what is it, man? He said, you got a fire down there. I said, where's the fire extinguisher at? That's what it's for. I turn around to grab the fire extinguisher. It's out. It's empty. It has no pressure in it. I was like, oh, my God. I threw it to the ground. I said, go get the water cooler. And I grabbed the panel I just tacked in place and just popped it off the welds. I said, bring it here. He brings it. And as I'm throwing it up in the air, wind comes. And I'm like, oh, call 911. Just call 911. He said, why? I said, it's over with. I mean, it burnt. It burnt. I mean, it burnt an area as big as this office. Yeah. There's nothing I could do. Yeah. So the uh, fire department, for real, came out Had to there come out and put, the put fire out, out the fire. Yeah. <laughs> but it was grass. It didn't hurt the building. It didn't leave any scorch marks anywhere. It was just a really yeah. large area that was burnt. Yeah, it just got the grass. <laughs> it was a very well-manicured grass, okay? Let me tell you. Not even a grass clip in there. It was just the grass that got burnt. So, so Josh said that's not the only time that happened with you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's... <laughs> No, it is. Well, the, technically, I was with Steve when that happened. I'm going to blame that, blame that one on Steve. That one was not my fault. <laughs> I was on the other side of the fence. So you were the guy on Firewatch the next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, I think we were, uh, are we now name places that we were at? Uh, yeah. Are we allowed to? Yeah. I don't yeah. know, I guess. A business? Uh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. we were at the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. And there was a, a pretty big section that caught on fire there. I was on a <laughs> on a ladder on the on the downhill side mm. and Steve was on the other side and we were passing the welder back and forth, welding up panels on the we wall. Went. Yeah. On the wall. Now we could write like a short coffee table book about all the mishaps from the Liberty bowl. Oh, I mean, there, that was, you know what happened? <laughs> Let me tell you how we got to that point. So this was King Kong gates, mind you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had some, uh, 30 foot wide by 15 foot tall, double swing gates on that job. Um, so there's a seven foot tall iron fence that runs around the top of a wall. And then at the holes in the wall, the gates are full height and they run across the, uh, you know, at the same height as the fence that's on top of the wall. I explained that terribly, but well, the, the wall actually varied. It was, it was five foot high in <laughs> yeah. some places, Terrible six job, foot in another. So, so some of the gates would be 13, some would be 14 foot tall. So the, the key part is the gates were really tall. Okay. So six foot block wall, seven foot tall fence. Yeah, is basically what we're getting. Yeah, okay, something okay. like that. 
So I know that was painful. I did that for me. So mostly for me, but also for the people watching, hopefully. Got so some, uh, so here's how we got to this point. All right. This was I don't back in like what oh nine or something like that. It had to have been. So I went in the office in oh eight. All right. And in by two thousand nine, I had still had no idea what I was doing at all. And this job I had been So not much has changed since then. That's right. Okay. That's right. I mean, I've just been here longer. Gotcha. gotcha. So I, I bid the job. And then when the job was sold, it was like, okay, cool, get it done. And I was like, what? And I mean, it was a big job. There was like a, I don't know, a couple thousand feet of iron fence on that job. Don't even get me started about the rings we had to change out because they didn't like the rings that we used. No, no, like, no, I, that, like I said, a small coffee table book could yeah. be written about all of the mishaps. <laughs> we were out there cutting all the rings off the fence. And yeah, so we had to grind them down because we couldn't get them on the right because, size. Oh, so we had to hire someone else to build the fence, right? So we sent Bubba took all the material to some other guys down here in North Mississippi and they That's built right. 150 right. panels. And instead right. of centering the rings in between the channel, they dropped them down and set Seven them on balls. top. And well, but that isn't the bad part. We still had to change them out for cast rings right? Yep. because they, they were just tube, you know, right. half inch tube. That isn't what they wanted. They wanted cast rings. Yep. So I had to go out there and cut all of the rings out and then weld them all. We need With to quit talking. rods. We need to quit talking bad about how terrible we did. And it was kind of cool. But you know what? And you could stand there, like, when you were welding those, you could hear, ting, 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 where all the welds were breaking and the rings were just falling think, back out. It was terrible. Think about the learning experience. And then at the end of the day, it was all done well. Oh, we really okay. learned that I had no business managing a job is what <laughs> <Right>. we learned. <laughs> but it was done right at the end. Yeah. Yes, it was a ton of work to be done. Uh, I mean, we were out there to till... go back and start touching it all up. And yeah. start well, over. we ended up right. sending someone out there to paint the whole fence when we were done. Oh, they are doing a big old renovation. Yep. And we might be looking at doing some of that. Maybe yep. we'll do be a little bit more equipped. I, this I think time, uh, a part 20 of that years later. A part of that <laughs> renovation said to like match existing fence. And I'm like, eh, how about we do a little better this time? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had some fun experiences, but so Kenny, did you ever want you mentioned doing welding in high school did you ever think about like i'm going to become a welder or did you have any sort of aspirations for a career outside of fence in the construction industry i i think everything happens for a reason to be honest with you i think i'm where i'm where i'm supposed to be at sure to be I honest with you um you know i kind of trying to get into welding i had this really really good friend growing up named landon and his dad was a welder and he had several conversations with me this is you know right before we started high school and when i got into the welding program at tampa bay tech and he said look there's there's travel there's 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 so much to it you can have a lot of fun welding um you make really good money doing it you can you can support a family with it and that was one of the things that my dad really wanted for me growing up was to be able to find a good decent job to support myself and my family with and so you were kind of from high school age geared basically towards the trades like that's kind of where you that's where i you knew i was like going to end Kenny up McKernan's it. going to college to be a whatever well i, I don't even know I, what people to be go honest to college with you, i didn't think do. college was going to be a, <laughs> a, an option for me to be honest with you right i couldn't right. pay attention sure in class enough I, I, I can focus on fencing really well but when it came to the classroom i was just I fell short. I really, really did. I was not the best in the classroom. I hear that. I was not the most, also, the best model student, you know. Wait, right. what did you say? That, that was a joke because you're talking about paying attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. So where we're getting into edging up against now is 
uh, kind of seeing that in the trades. Uh, I don't know. You and I have talked a little bit about it, but we talk a lot in the office about um, our workforce and employing and trying to get younger people and uh, the inability to hire young guys who stick with this. And like, you know, guys in our age group, I mean, there are a lot of us here now that, uh, you know, are getting older and need young, we need younger guys to come on in, you know? So we're, that's what we kind of get into is like, how do we get younger guys? What was important to you that got you in and kept you in, which we already kind of talked about that, but like, what, what would you say, or what is your insight on how we could, uh, appeal to say high school age dudes and get them into the trades I mean, if you've got somebody who is uh, who's book smart, they're not going to be a fence man. They're not going to be somebody who goes into a, well, a trade uh, school. So, you, you know, I, I mean, think there's some anomalies, but yeah, I would agree. Let's say 80 percent of them is not going to be. Let's just say 80 percent of them is going to probably do really well working at a desk and probably have a small shop in their garage and possibly explore and do other things. OK, working on cars and you know, have good hobbies and you know, so on and so forth. It is <clears throat> for me and a lot of the people that I run into in this trade are people that, you know, had serious ADD problems when they were kids and needed something to focus that energy and focus something they were passionate on. Um, I'm not saying that as the cure all is, you know, let's go find some guys that are, you know, Give us your ADD. Give us your ADD. We're going to go to the, my per, hold on, hold on. I'm speaking right, from my right. personal experience that a lot of the, the, the work that was hands-on was really good for me is what I'm, is what I'm trying to me too, to man. Say. It just, and, and that's why I bring it up. Cause yeah. me and you both were pretty bad ADD. So um, <clears throat> we just need to go to the pharmacy. Yeah, right, right. Get a oh. registration of all well, I guess just give me a list, okay? Just just I need this guy, I need this guy, he's says. 19. Let's put him to work. I'll put him in the shop. Right. But no, I mean it's just you know, get him get him eager, get him in the door, keep it interesting. Okay. Yeah, that, we'll that's the main thing. That if they, says Adderall, if you have we'll just lure them all to the fence company. Forever. Come get your Adderall. Whatever. I mean your Whatever. fence job. Whatever. Whatever. But no, I mean if it it keep it interesting. So when no, I when right, I first I started fencing and, and, and welding, it was always something new. It was a different location. It's a different place. If you try to get somebody in a shop and they're punching channel every day for six months, they're not going to stick around. It's not about the money. It's just so boring to them. Oh, I mean, gosh. it's. Can you imagine what your leg would feel like if you punch channel for six months? And your shoulders slide, slide, slide. Standing on that one leg the whole time the and whole working time. that pedal? No. 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 But keep it interesting. I mean, I think that was a, a, a big deal for me with fencing because it's always a different lo location. Oh, and it's a new challenge all the time, too. Every time you're going to run into something new. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's how do you adapt? It's how do you how do you figure out the problem and not cut a corner and make sure it's done right? Because you definitely don't want to call back. So, right. You know, that's 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 my number one. It used to talk about peeves is callbacks. Mm -hmm. OK, I hate that. If it's something that can be avoided, oh, that can be planned out ahead of schedule. OK, take a moment. <laughs> this is the king of callbacks, by the way, guys. OK, king of callbacks. Um, um, you know, we had a guy that worked here before you that was nicknamed the comeback kid. So. I don't think Zach never earned a nickname. So. No. <laughs> oh, no. I I don't want to get into me, but I, what I've been experiencing with some of the crews or our install crew is this work right until 3.15 and then go back to do an hour's worth of work tomorrow. We never did that. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. There were times never. we'd work till midnight. Right. Because we're mean, like, we're going to finish the job in this amount of time. That's, that's right. Way, tomorrow, we don't have to 
use the resources of loading the truck and their drive time and all, allocate all that to the job. Like, like I said, a lot of that has to do with you know, drive. Some some people just don't have the drive. And they don't make them like they used to. Folks. You know, sometimes you get you got to wing those ones out. You, you have to. And I do yeah. want to compliment y'all. I don't know if you can hear me. I do want to compliment y'all. When we were talking to Job Nimbus yesterday, he said, all right, well, do y'all want to set up like a callback or what was it called? A warranty, maybe? Warranty calls yeah. and repairs. But in my head, I was thinking, we were thinking chain link or commercial. I was thinking, y'all really don't have any. And that's a big testament, I think, to you and Randy and, of course, uh, all of our crews as well. Y'all really don't have any We have We have some of the best guys in the business, especially our foreman. They're some of the best. They were trained well. They're experienced. They, they, if they see a problem, they'll call and they'll say, Hey, look, I think I've got a better idea. Is it okay if I, if I do this and said, yes, if it's going to get the job done, it's going to get done right. and keeps from a call back, get it done. And a lot of times they don't even call, but if it's something they're kind of hesitant about, they'll just, they want to ask permission instead of forgiveness, you know? Yeah. And uh, I really, really cannot stress how amazing our guys are. And I think we kind of share that that quality in the whole company that's like, we're here to make money, but we want it to be done right when we leave. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I, it's it really is a big deal, believe it or not, not having callbacks and having that, you know, relationship with with all your vendors and, and just know that they can count on you to do a good job because that's how you're going to get to go back to that place yeah. and do more work is by doing the job right the first time. So I want to, I know, I see you keep looking at this whole list of questions and we've like done none of this. It's just uh, kind of organically flown and we've touched on it. It's because you didn't send me the memo. It's all your fault. Well, uh, it, well, except we're talking about it. That's yeah. the cool part is I don't have to pull bullet points because we're actually working through it. I kind of like that. the way that we're just going. So like, I think what he was just talking about is part of taking pride in something bigger, yeah. talking about establishing relationships, not only with the customer, but with your team mm -hmm. and that network and how that is taking some pride in Memphis Fence Company. One of the questions here is why have you stayed at Memphis Fence Company? Another is, have you ever experienced moments where you felt like you were part of something bigger? And you just said, said that. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. I, we have a great team. You know, Randy's been one of the best mentors that I could have ever dreamed of having, you know, to work alongside him. He has, he has really owned me a lot as far as, and he's, he's helped me out more than just on the job. Right. I mean, he is, he is, he's always a guy who's always been there for me and he instills that on his men and it shows. And that's, 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 that's something that keeps you around. Almost having like somebody a bit of a paternal on. figure, essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, he and, and he yep. he kind of he kind of does. He kind of does in a way. And, you know, it's it's very present with with everybody that works here. He tries to help out everybody equally. And uh, like I said earlier to you, um, you know, when, whenever you come and ask me a question, you always ask me if I'm busy. What do I always say? Not too busy. What do you got? Right. What do you what do you need? No, OK, yeah, you know, you know, I who was I'm, thinking of Kenny's catchphrase. <laughs> not too busy. Not too busy. We just kidding. Not too busy. What do you? It's it's you know that that is something that I never learned. know. How about that? You never say. You never no. know. You never never, says never no. say no. But you know you learn that from someone. You learn that from somewhere. Sure. And so, you know you do you and that's the way it is with our with our team. You know you can walk up to any of our guys and say, hey look I need a hand and no matter how busy they are they're probably going to stop no matter what and give you a hand with whatever you need. Sure. So how cool is this? So like from an employer's perspective. How many times would you ever sit down and have these kind of conversations with your team members 
outside of like this podcast is a great setting to be able to do stuff like that that I mean, I don't know that I would ever sit down and have one-on-one conversations with all, I mean, we started with Randy, now Kenny, and I mean, we're going to keep this going and just kind of like get that kind of stuff out of them. So anyways, just kind of a. Well, we don't share just, our personal lives with each other. I mean, we just, we work, you know, we, right. we, we're we here, we're here from sun up to sundown some days and, you know, we go about our business. Don't, I don't want nobody thinking I'm soft, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I get the wrong idea. God dang it. So I do have a question. Um. I, we've kind of touched on this, like what got you in the fence industry and all of that. And so I guess when you came to Memphis fence, what, what were your plans? Like long-term plans? Did you have any long-term plans? Did you know that you were looking for like a place to make a career out of? I, I knew early on that fencing was the only thing that I thought that I was good at, okay. to be honest with you. So I really wanted a career in this and, I always thought that if I just worked my tail off and proved myself that someday I would, I'd make something of myself, which is what I wanted. Yeah. And I've tried really hard to do that. And so we, we've talked a lot about where you've been. At what point should we talk about what you do now? Now sounds good. Now's good. I mean, why not? (laughs) All right. I kind of alluded to it in the beginning. Yeah. Let's hear from Kenny. Um, What do you do now, Kenny? I'm just a commercial. Salesman. You work for Memphis Fence Company. That's right. I mean, you got on the shirt. Yes, I got on the shirt. Don't. don't you know, say, I say I have if a you hat, say just, but I don't have a hat that matches the shirt. So, if you uh, say, if you minute. say just a commercial fence salesman, I'm going to bust you out. Kenny is way more than that. I mentioned <laughs> no, guys, the no. ask Kenny the questions. Kenny is also our unofficial equipment and maintenance manager. Uh, whether that's a stretch. Not that. Not that. Uh, who else is doing it? I'm not doing it. I, was kind of I think the shoe fits, man. I think the shoe fits. Uh, which? Well, I don't. I, I, to be honest, I don't just do it for me. I do it for the guys. I mean, well, the right. guys, when That's the guys right. need something, they they just they're like, hey, look, I need to, I need, I need some help with this. This is this is broke down. We need to fix this. And I sure. try, just try to facilitate helping them out because when when stuff goes down, it costs us time, costs us money. Yeah. So the and best thing to do is just get them up and running. That. We don't want that. We want that money. You don't, well, want, you don't want to stop the show now. Okay. No refunds. Okay. Yeah. No refunds after the show, whether you're satisfied or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. You um, mentioned the communication with the guys, which yes. that's project management. So you got some project management stuff going on there, responsibilities there. Yes. You know, yes. Um, going out to the site. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, I'll mention it again. Me and him work together. So right. he sends me out. He gets, he takes the calls. He gives them to me. I kind of set my own schedule and uh, my, my goal, something that he has taught me is to, when I get the call, make, make contact with the customer, find out what they want, see if I can see them that day, try to meet their needs and get them their price as soon as possible. All right. So Kenny is is, not even telling you the whole story. Like, I don't know, two weeks ago, he was telling me that he got a call from Randy says, Hey, so-and-so wants you to come out. I, I don't, I don't like this whole name dropping thing, but it was at a place that sells fishing gear. We'll just say. Okay. And um, they're also in a triangular shaped building. Um, but anyways, you mean Bass Pro at the Pyramid? No, 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 no. It's oh. another triangle shaped building. Okay. It's in okay. Memphis. That's right. Yeah. But there, it rhymes with that. So, anyways, Kenny says he got the call, and I mean, like, fifteen minutes later, was on the property looking at the dude's fence. So when he's like, yeah, I set my schedule and I try to go see him quick. I mean, I, I don't even know how to really articulate what that means to Kenny, but I can tell you there's an example of what it means. I mean, 
he wants to go see him like immediately when he gets the call, if at all possible. And I think that is a huge part of what makes us successful in that like business to business commercial world is that the call comes in, it goes to Kenny, Kenny's Johnny on the spot and goes out there and gets it. And I mean, Kenny will be here at four o'clock tomorrow morning, writing up work orders to get turned in, to get a quote out the door. And like anybody that, well, not anybody, but 90% of the people that Kenny went and saw today will have a price tomorrow. And that's just kind of how him and Randy have their system worked out. And so they're, they, they run a well old machine and they get stuff knocked out. It, it's, and it's, it's a template that he has been using for years and it works yeah. is, is not just, it's not just getting the call and responding fast. It's getting them what they need as fast as possible, meeting their needs. And they, they really respond positively to that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It works well. It does. It so, does. I mean, man, I don't, I think if we ever get a phone call and it's like, I've been trying to get somebody out here to look at my stuff. I mean, they probably are calling the wrong company. That happens a lot. Yeah. That happens a lot. So anyways, didn't mean to puff that's, all that up, but I good. mean, that's, that's the truth of what's going on. So that's, we started with Randy. Now we got Kenny. I mean, they're the two, you know, Randy's VP commercial manager. So Kenny, I don't even know what everything title else to give Kenny. Well, it just, <laughs> the it just rest says of salesman. It, I mean, it just says salesman on my business card. It's all it says. Right. <laughs> what What are you going to put on there? I mean, salesman's fine. Magician. Salesman's good. No, I, I don't know. No. no, no. And uh, so I think there was a, a little bit of talk about Kenny kind of doing maintenance and stuff like that. But as he mentioned, anytime something breaks down, the crews come to Kenny. And, you know, they're like, hey, such and such tool is broken. This piece of junk truck is broken. The skid steer is broken. Whatever's broken. And, you know, Kenny, the majority of the time, figures out how to get it to the shop. It needs to go in, finds the shop. I had Today, I got an email on that side-by-side from some person I'd never even heard of. And I had to look at it. I'm like, is this real or is this a spam email? <laughs> and like, so it was some place that you had like found to take the side-by-side to that. I mean, I don't even know how you found them, but you know, so that that's a big, you another meet, part. You meet of, people when you're a, a salesman. I mean, you, you get connections. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that I can definitely vouch for that. This is Josh. I can definitely vouch for that as being an installer. Sometimes it can be as much as even just getting a call today and doing the job tomorrow. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. Sorry, man. I really struggled reading that. I don't know if it just, I don't, maybe, uh, maybe I need some sleep, but, (laughs) but yeah. So we, you know, like emergency repairs and stuff like that. A lot of times go look at it today, give them a price today and do it tomorrow. Yeah. They, yeah. But, especially in this city with patch holes. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. you know, patch hole, patch hole, patch hole, patch hole, patch hole. For those of you that don't know, we are in Memphis and Memphis, Tennessee. I think things are a bit rough. That sounds important Hence the name, to you Memphis when you Fence say Company. It. I've what? been to other cities and they say, where are you from? I say Memphis. They say, where's that? So just saying, hey, who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Well, I know you're talking to me now. <laughs> in the where were you? Uh, I don't other places. Boston. Europe? I've been in Boston. I've been in yeah. Texas. I've no, been in California. I've experienced that with like the trade shows in Sao Paulo and right. stuff. So when I've you go out... to like North Mississippi and you know Eastern Arkansas and say I'm from Memphis, that's like the nearest big city. But you go to like 
Seattle. Just go look at some crime statistics and you'll you'll figure out why people are stealing right. stuff here. I guess we're the only ones who are that fixated on our on our crime. Right. It's us because we live here. Everyone else just cares about their own. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee, we have a pretty high crime rate. We so we a lot of theft and you guys do a lot of work with uh like warehouses and places that stock merchandise that people want to steal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you hear a lot of you you always hear the term inside job but in a lot of cases it's it's pretty obvious. I'm not going to mention but it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. It really does in this town. It's rough. Yeah. Rough town to do business in, I can tell you that. Well, actually it's a good town. Oh, no, it's terrible for offense business. Speaking no about, one should come here. Nobody should come here. <laughs> rough town to do business in. You mentioned uh to me that you encountered a like some makeshift booby trap on a job. Would you tell oh, us that story? Yes. I think that's a good fucking yes, story. Yes, I will. Explicit so I again. Phone, I don't even have that phone Every on time. Yesterday. I did it just for her. I was Hold like, on. this is a good opportunity. I got a picture of that one. That one, that one was pretty interesting. Oh, I, was, uh, I got a call from a, a repeat customer who has had several uh, holes cut in his fence in the past. So he calls. Uh, I get the message. Call him right back. I'm like, I'm pretty close to you. I'll go ahead and swing by. He's like, Whoa. there you go. I'm Five out of minutes after the guy called, Kenny was there. It, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know the time between the, when the call comes in and when it gets sent to me. Okay. But it when it gets sent to me. Ten. Right. <laughs> you guys are funny. Um, but no, I mean, I just, again, it's customer service. Yeah. Okay, is sure. what it boils down to. Oh, no. Good I'm 100% with it. Okay. Um, so, anyways, get the call. He said, man, I've got three holes in my fence. I was like three holes, not one. He goes, no, nah, man. They apparently they hit me up pretty good over the weekend. I said, all right, man. Um, I'll go ahead and come by and look at it. Uh, I'll call you when I get there. Tell me where they are. Uh, so I get there and he says, all right, well, the, the, <laughs> he says, pull up to the east side of the property, uh, go around to the Vidoc, and that's the first hole. You have to crawl through that hole and walk along the railroad tracks to see the other two. And I said, all right. So I get a Wait, picture. Okay, so you crawled through one hole in the fence. That was cut. And then he hit. And he had walked walk down along. a railroad track to get to the others. Okay. Get to the other two. Okay. And so I have to open the hole. Mm. And when I open the hole, I, I go to step through. My foot slips on the gravel next to the railroad tracks. And my foot hit, my leg hit, my other leg hit a cable that was in the fence. that I didn't see it was a fishing line. And all of a sudden I heard, pow, <laughs> behind me. And I dropped <laughs> to the ground and I grabbed my pistol <laughs> where you at <laughs> step out you're gonna get shot i mean i'm i mean i'm freaking out because it, it just sounded like i just been shot at mm. okay and um yeah i was like so i'm looking around i crawl back through the hole and i'm looking and I, i'm follow this i see the fishing line now i'm following the fishing line over to a tree apparently there were two traps set up and it was a uh a spring-loaded cotter pin device that had a 12-gauge shotgun shell in it and he had set it up in case they came back. And when I called him, I said, man, you know, <laughs> did you, um, did you set a trap over here? Oh, you didn't set it off. Did you? I said, you, sh I sure did. He said, man, I, I forgot to tell you about it. I said, man, now I've had people tell me they booby fact. trapped. No, I've had people tell me they booby trapped by taking uh fence boards or two by fours and driving screws, nails, broken glass, you know, whatever to try to right. stop them from coming through until somebody can come patch the fence. And normally they tell me cover it and leaves. So I'm like, well, I'm not walking over. You know, I mean, even though I've got steel toe boots on, I'm not walking back there. But if I can see the whole form stand out, get a picture, I'm out, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, you know, you just added a couple hundred dollars to that quote, you know that, right? Yeah, because now you got to buy a new pair of bridges. That's right. <laughs> That's right. 
He's lucky I didn't tear a hole in my favorite jacket. Yeah. Okay, that's been discontinued because then it would have really got expensive for him. <laughs> you know? But no, it was a, and that was the, that was kind of my first experience with that. It was so bad that when we went to patch the holes, my crew wouldn't even get out of the truck until I showed up to disarm them. <laughs> so the guy still didn't remove them before you went out? Well, there was one on that tree and on the other side where the other two holes were, there were two of them set up. So no matter which hole you went to, you were going to set off a 12 gauge shotgun I mean, shell. At least it wasn't Claymore's or something, you know, because they were just <laughs> blanks, right? No, I asked him that question. They were not blanks. No, I, I said, now look, man, tell me, tell me that you took the BBs out. And he goes, oh man, that was just a light bird shot. I said, you are freaking kidding me, dude. You are kidding me. That's a pretty good. So put some rock salt in there. I called my wife and said, I love yeah. you, baby. I called her. So you don't understand what I just went through. My heart was pounding. I was sweating. I mean, it's 30 degrees outside. And I'm sweating bullets. I mean, it's a good thing the guy didn't, wasn't very good at aiming it. It was aiming down. It was it was zip tied to a tree. Oh, so he wasn't trying to shoot the person. He was just trying to scare him. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. But I mean, ricochet. Yeah, it very right. easily could have happened. Right. <laughs> Golly. And that, was that the same place that you uh you you found the nail in the board? Or we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. So I the, wasn't going to bring that up. Oh, okay. I love you, dude. I would never. Do I have that the board too. over there. I know. I was looking okay. for it right now. <laughs> I have the board. I went back and got the board that I, I stepped on. I know. I asked someone. I said, "Why is there a board with nails no, on it?" Don't it's, throw it away. Like it away. looks like a torture device. It was. It, it was, was buried in leaves. Kenny. It was buried in leaves, and I stepped on it and went right through my boot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was if a, you want a, an immediate service call from Memphis Fence Company from Kenny McKernan, please uh, disarm your booby traps before you call us, or at least let us know where they are. <laughs> Just that tell us where cool. they are. I mean, a warning is <laughs> at least give us a warning. So I want to ask a question. Um, do you have any examples? This is really putting you on the spot. Do you have any examples of a moment that maybe changed your outlook? on memphis fence or the fence industry that made you stay could be another day another week another year whatever mm. i you know have you ever been to the point of this is it this is the last day i'm willing to do this job yes many times because it can be very stressful and it's not it's not that the company itself puts the stress on you it's you doing it to yourself is is sometimes what it is sometimes it just feels really overwhelming because it's a lot of times it's so fast-paced it is so sure. demanding and you want to be able to please everybody in the back of your mind you're always thinking am i doing a good enough job am i am i am i doing my job well enough today okay mm. and you know it, it, of course life gives you distractions but you kind of try to hope that you're doing your very best but yes it can be stressful multiple times i've thought about hanging my fence pliers up and saying i've had enough you know, but I mean, I just, I just really, it's just staying as busy as we are all the time. Just go, 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 go. It's just, it's never boring. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely a fit for me. I can say that's for sure. I, the, I enjoy the fast pace of it. And so with the like breakdowns and the, the maintenance manager, I think is what Alyssa called you too. Um, I'm for not your, using that term, by the for way. Your I'm, not, I'm not taking that. Just so you know, I've been advocating for hiring a person for that job. You know, because you know what? If you give me the, if you oh, give me another goodness. title, you know what that means, right? What's that? It means more money. Well, 
So no, keep, we're keep, just, keep calling me the we're just gonna get you a four, it up. We're gonna get you a four by six business card so we can fit all the things <laughs> on right, it that you right, do. That's right. <laughs> no, no, and the, I don't I don't do it for me again. I just I just try to keep make sure the guys have what they need. That's yeah, what, I was gonna say the, most of this stress, like you said, is self-induced because of your desire to have that level of customer service, customer service that you want to provide. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can say that is true. Yes. Yeah, that's good. It's good. So, I mean, that's why it works. So, do we have any other, have you read any other questions or anything on here you might want to ask? Maybe no. Nah. So, we talked about, do you, sorry, sorry, about listeners. You, you want to ask? You want to talk? You want to oh, hold on. impart some wisdom on the audience? Or? Hold on. I want to let, we've talked about this within the past few days of how, I think it was me and you about how I've tried to hire someone to do this maintenance deal. Uh, Zach yeah, was just yeah, talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Been trying the thing y'all just mentioned, like I've well, tried I'm that. I'm down to try. About that. <laughs> try it. Try. Do it. You know, Go find somebody. Yeah. Anyone and listening. And the yard too. And the yard. Anyone that listening. Be, that would probably be the most ideal position. Find somebody that could just do literally have, well, just somebody that does just say they, they have a, a good valid driver's license. Okay. And yeah. uh, one of our crew needs, I, for some reason, they shorted themselves two bob bar arms, finished job, and they're 30 minutes away. Well, they Dude lose an dash. hour. Mm. Yeah. Dash. Yeah. You know, hey, don't just, talk about that on here. <laughs> just get in a pickup truck, take it to the cruise. Or they had, sure. your, or it's happened before, drop a post off the back of the truck on your extension cord, snap your extension cord in half. Well, I can't finish this job because my extension cord just snapped in half. Accident, didn't do it on purpose. That person could jump in the truck and go take it to them and then come back and work the yard, clean up, pull customers, yep, sure, fill gates. You know, it's just it's hard to find somebody that is willing that has the drive so I, I to think do something like that. Kind of what we want is work on the yard, clean up, yes, help with filling gates, pulling customers, all that stuff, do the deliveries like you're talking about. But then Enter also my POs in QuickBooks. <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible at that. Also, be able to do some like really basic maintenance. Yeah. You know, grease the machine. Blow out the air filters. Blow out the air filters. Right. That mm -hmm. air filter this weekend lost 27 pounds when I blew it out. So <laughs> Spark plugs and oil change on a welder. Yeah. Or, mean. you know, you got a crew that, you know, doesn't realize their spark plug broken. And that's why I won't run right. That's right. Yeah. You know? All all of those little things. That would be awesome to find Can put an engine that... in a 1986 Honda Accord, but can't change a spark plug in their welder. Yeah, That's weird. Oh, also, you know, like you know i don't know late 80s early 90s f250 you got a new motor, engine yeah. motor swap but yeah when it comes to company equipment i don't know what a spark plug is that's right it's weird how that works fuel fire and oil first 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 three things right. you check that's right that's right if, if one of those things is not the problem i'm taking it to the shop sure yeah. okay i mean I'll, I'll check those three items after that it's time to go but yeah i like the uh, equipment manager that way so, you know we've been you got to go out with a jackhammer and somehow we can't find any of the four jackhammers right you know that happens every single don't understand how that day. happens <laughs> and it never fails somebody's gonna walk in my office we need to buy another one of these like how many of these things do we need to buy you know well it doesn't help that two of them have been broken in the corner for six months and nobody said anything mm. equipment manager is you know. gonna handle these things that's who this person is now yep so and this, we, this mythical person that does not exist right i'm on it mythical person yeah they're out there and somewhere he, he's in kindergarten right now <laughs> so just wait a bit <laughs> right, right that's a good after one after the uh one. this summer 
this summer we're putting them to work right that's right <laughs> once the uh fad of you know gamer or youtuber which we're on a podcast so it's kind of a funny concept yeah. but once this fad <laughs> fad of podcaster youtuber goes away we'll get some tradesmen in here yeah i mean i think it's all a pendulum like i i have that question in here you know right about like trades and then so i mean we just went through the whole thing of everybody had to go to college and nobody went into trades and now i think it's going to swing back the you other got way. a couple of young guys right aren't you working a few young guys uh, i've got Darian's uh, pretty young courtney's pretty young they're both pretty young yeah yeah and then that is that it that stuck around but out of like five 20 something year old dudes you kept two I think so. Oh, so that's how, pretty good. How many did we hire to get five to oh, show dude. up? A hundred, All maybe? Of them. <laughs> I, I mean, that's... I, I honestly have been going... I just hire everybody. No, that's... I just, I'm just that's what Zach and I decided one day, and we we're like, you know what? Every person that walks in the door and applies, we're just going to hire them. We're going to offer them a job right here. See If, they if they're around. willing to show up here and ask if we're hiring somebody, yep, we are. We we're are. hiring you. That's show up here happen. tomorrow at 7 a.m. I pretend like I'm doing an interview. I'm like, I don't even... We're just going to stand here and like make it official, make you nervous, I guess, for a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, just walk in. Hold on. Let me check your pulse. All right. Yep. yep. Fill out this work. paperwork. Let's Go do it. Work. Yep. Here's your pliers. Don't lose them. <laughs> You're going to give Donnie a fit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Zach asked you and I interrupted, but is there anything else you want to talk about? Any questions or comments or? Uh, no. No, I don't. I don't really have any. I mean, you guys asked me to be here. I figured we, you guys be the ones asking the questions. We did, man. I mean, yeah. what did you think this was going to be like before you got over here? I had no idea. I never got the memo. <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea what this was going to consist of. To be honest with you, all day I was kept you, checking my emails. I'm like, all right, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. No. Nope, do you watch yet. or listen to podcasts at all? Well, you ever. To be fair, I only found out at what four thirty that you were coming back to do this. So I mean, it was it was about right four oh five. Dude, you killed it. No memo, killed it. It was really no. I think it was great. Yeah, I think perfect. the show went awesome. Yeah, I don't know if we could. I, know, I think Kenny needs to be back. Yeah, for sure. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, no, no. yeah. I think Kenny's going to be a recurring visitor. No, I sure hope not. Yeah, I got better things to do. I got to go do, sell some fence. Do you uh, watch or listen to podcasts by chance? I don't listen to any of them me not ours or any anywhere no I've, podcast never. i've watched randy's podcast <laughs> that was on here i don't right. i don't still, really. i'm be, you can be honest that he's the only one that i've watched when dan started i've i've never been asked to be on this podcast by the way i just it's just been assumed that i was on the show so and i've been on it ever since i guess I, hey zach will you be on a podcast with me <laughs> <laughs> to, so he can stop using the yeah story. i'm tired of hearing this <laughs> This is well, he's that never story. Gonna let you forget it now. Until, you know that, right? Until the talk of oh, podcast, I had not really listened. To did I podcast. ever? Did I ask you to go to Vegas, or did that yeah, just organically happen? No, you asked. No, we brought okay. it. It was a big asked. deal. It was a big deal. Like I, yeah, that was a big deal. We made you like fill out some paperwork or something. Crickets, please. I said. I know. Just dead silence. I mean, <laughs> well, I think all right. He was going to fill that one. No, all we said all. I said is okay. You should probably ask your wife. Right. That was all. I said, yeah. And then Alyssa said, as a wife, you should ask your wife. And you're like, nah. Nah. <laughs> that's kind of, kind of what out, I think. Here we go. Walking. Hey, um, honey, break out my legless shorts. <laughs> We're going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, no, the legless swimming trunks. <laughs> I've got a pair of those. <laughs> 
Do, do you really? Legless? I don't, I don't even know what they are. I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what they are. Wait, you've seen Speedos. Those are swimming trunks with no like legs. I told my buddy that. Oh, I said it. I told him I kept threatening to wear legless shorts to the pool in Vegas, and he said, "What the hell are legless shorts?" And I was like, "Whatever." So, like the pant, like the pant, shorts Donnie always talks about that he wore to school in yes. high school. That's right. That, <laughs> said, you know, from missing the bus. Yeah. yeah. I said, "Whatever the hell you think they are," he said. So, like a belt, and I was like, "I guess that's it." <laughs> <laughs> Batman utility belt. <laughs> guess that's what I'm wearing to the pool in Vegas. <laughs> I, I saw. He's got the tan lines to prove it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. I saw a pool there, but we never went to one. Mm-mm. Did you guys do anything interesting other than the trade show while you <laughs> Oh, were there? we did a lot of interesting things. <laughs> well, name something. Uh, we hitchhiked uh, uh, with TVs and TV stands across the town of Las Vegas to get back to the trade show. That was pretty interesting. How many how many vehicles did you hitchhike? Uh, Just all one. of them. Okay, you attempted so, all of them, but only yeah. one stopped. We hired Ubers, we hired Lyfts. We so when we were inside the store, I just randomly asked people, like, "Will you give us a ride back?" Attention, all customers. I am Dan <laughs> Turbyville of Memphis Fence Company, MFC Manufacturing in Sao I am willing to give any strange person fifty bucks to drive us to the nearest event yep, space yep. with these two large TVs. And, and everyone just looked around, like, yeah, it was. Hold on, cue the crickets, because that's what we heard. Yeah. And then we go outside. Uh, excuse me, sir. You're in the way. I'm trying to get my pickup oh, order. For real, one dude got so mad. Yeah, one guy got so mad at me. Well, so, I guess at the whole situation. I don't know. But well, anyway. I'll be honest with you, it's not the first time Dan had to hitchhike. Oh, we don't have to talk about it. Oh, we, we can talk about that let's, one because that was a good one. Let's dive into that because I don't People know. People always talk. So I, I haven't drank in five years. Whatever story Kenny's going to tell you is probably from 15 years ago. No, but, I mean, we just met, what, 17 years ago? Okay. So that kind of makes sense? So maybe it was from, from 16 oh, and I a half know. years I, ago. I knew okay. this was coming. I oh, this is terrible. Well, he said hitchhiking. This is the we had, word. We had to hitchhike home one time from the STP concert. Oh, that's not such a bad story. It's not a bad story. No. No. Yeah, so is we found, a... we, we actually didn't hitchhike home. We hitchhiked back, back here. here. That's right. So, so yeah, we, the truck broke down story. Yeah. Yeah. The lifted. Yeah. The rear end went out in it. Yeah. And we we're riding in the truck on the back of the rollback to a concert. And then we hitchhiked from the concert back to here. It That's was great. Good shit. Well, yeah. the first overpass we came to, I was in the back seat and Dan and Jack were in the front seat. And I looked up the overpass. I said, this is going to be great. I said, guys, watch out, watch out. And they both looked and was like, ah, and they ducked. And I was in the back seat <laughs> dying and laughing. So this was, uh, I had a big F-250 that was lifted and all this stuff. And we were in the truck on the back of a rollback driving, riding to the concert. So we were pretty high in the air. We were, and we pulled up to the front door and like, you're cool if you pull up to the front door in a limousine or whatever. But I mean, I don't think you've ever been cool unless you pulled up in a lifted F two fifty on the back of a rollback to a concert. Oh, like, that's... We're talking, we're talking about an F two fifty on 42s. I think. at the yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're having to climb down with a jump out of it with a parachute before we hit the ground off the back of this rollback and then walk and just strut into the concert. Nice. Like nothing happened. And then yeah. we, we fi- honestly figured when we leave, there's going to be some taxis, you know, it's not mm. going to be that big a deal. No taxis. I mean, this was before. Uber. Yeah. There was, was no a, Uber. There was, was no, no Uber. Lyft. There was there no was... lift. And then we're like, what do we do? And I was like, well, start asking people who wants, you know, 50, 60 bucks. How much cash do we have? And we're all pulling out cash at about 60 bucks. And, 
this one guy said, Hey man, I walked up to him. I said, man, will you please give us a ride back to Memphis? I'm heading through. Come on, man. Jump in the van. So we're like, nice. a creepy van. Let's get in here and take a ride back to Memphis. Well, yeah. Yep. Cool. So that, that wasn't, that was, that was exciting. That was interesting. That wasn't a bad story. No, it wasn't. No, it was There's definitely good. worse that you could tell. I'm not going to do that on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> not today. Yep. So. Yeah, we did lots of cool things in Vegas, man. It was pretty neat. Rode but I was going to coaster. Did you get you rode a roller coaster inside oh, of a, that went inside a casino? Yeah. Did you act, pretty... did you gamble any money at the casino? Oh yeah. How much did you win? Eight hundred bucks. Really? So we went the first night we were there. We went walking around, put a hundred bucks on a roulette table, and I put it on four different spots, and one of them hit, and they handed me nine hundred back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let's cool. get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> one and done. That's it. Scratch that itch. Let's go. Nice. There you go. Should we try again? I don't think so. No. That uh that was the that, that was, was the one. That was like our food budget for half the day. For half the day? <sighs> Dude, everything there was so expensive. Did you go to an all you can eat buffet while you were there? One one time, I think. Breakfast. Oh yeah, the breakfast thing. Yeah. Was there anything, was, you, anything unique that stood out? That was like, yeah, you can't get that in Memphis. Uh, I tried All some of weird. Uh, it was like a rice burrito thing. It's like the part on the outside was made from rice. It was okay. some kind of a breakfast thing with maybe egg yolks inside and sweet rice, like rice pudding wrapped what? in a rice pancake. What was the thing? I had no idea. Did what I sent you the picture of? Remember, I sent you the picture that was like the whole case or the whole like middle of the buffet was all like sweets yeah, of some sort. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Like danishes, donuts. No, I mean, no, like, like dessert type yeah. stuff. What are those? Macarons. Like, yeah, there we tons go. Tons of macarons in every Macaroons. flavor. Macarons. Both. Both. Ma- those are two different things. And they oh, had, no. they also. My daughter's way into it. Okay, so yeah. okay. they also and had really macaroni. Hard, really hardcore about they For breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, they had macaroons. Macarons. They had a macaronis. Poke. They had a poke bowl station, which poke is getting real big in Memphis right now. I don't know if y'all do poke. No, nah, don't even. I don't even know it's what that basically is. Basically, if you just took I, a, you could make a joke and, about poke. I just found out but, what boba is. Right. So in the places where there's boba, there's probably poke because okay. it kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. So what is it? It's I don't know any uh, of these things. It's basically like a sushi salad. So take the ingredients. Take the rice out. The rice goes on top of the, it's a bowl. So it's like, turn, mm. all right, what, let me see if I can do this. What tacos are to taco salad, sushi is to poke. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Y'all do English? Yeah. Oh, I think you were just speaking pig Latin, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> we friend has some poke for lunch on Friday. Right, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can drop a restaurant, maybe they'll sponsor. Poke. Oh. Okay. We're still looking for a coffee sponsor if anybody's interested in that. All right, boys. Well, I didn't see any sugar-free options on the table for me. So I know. We, so, I didn't even think about Kenny whenever I'm I gonna, ordered. I'm sorry. I'm take I apologize quick, about that. Don't worry about it. Quick moment to observe that Alar- you mentioned Alaria's not here. So yep. we're going to have That's to pass. Sometimes when I order lunch, I don't put a menu, an order in because there's nothing to order on the menu. Yeah, we're going to have to skip the Italian. Oh, did you want to teach us some Italian? Yeah. Tell me what word y'all want to learn. Oh, well, she's pulling her phone out. So, so Laria so let's, let's is skip in Italy today. currently, which is pretty cool. Our normal producers in Italy. Uh, so Dan's wife, Alyssa, is filling in, who also is employed by Memphis Fence Company. She's that wonderfully keeping it in the family. Keep hearing up here. 
She described herself yesterday as the peanut butter. She just fills in all the cracks. The peanut butter of the company. Right. From company peanut butter. So when, when we were doing the onboarding deal for Job Nimbus, he asked what she did. Well, he asked what I did, like what my job title was. I want to see a business card that says company peanut butter. <laughs> it's it's printing. It'll be here. We should all have really cool job titles, like yeah. the ornamental wizard. Yeah. I'm getting pretty close. All right. Well, when you get it, we'll get it. I don't you run. earn it. I'm going to get Kenny an eight and a half by 11 you better and just not. start listing everything don't, on it. Don't man. just get him an led shirt that just scrolls with all of the things. <laughs> don't that do that guys. My Come name on, is Kenny McKernan. I can fix trailers and change trailer hubs and. <laughs> it's so hard to take you seriously. That's why I told that guy. I said, That's why you is... shouldn't ever. I probably. said, Hey Terry, this is Kenny, man. If you need anything, don't ask me. I'm only your boss. Ask Kenny. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is? They they do. Kenny, I've got an issue with the machine over here. What's going on with it? I got an issue over here. Hey, Kenny, I need a hundred foot tape because this, that, and the other. I'll go get you one. Oh, so Zach yesterday asked me about some drill that's in the cage. I was like, I don't know. Ask Kenny. <laughs> and I also want to plug in. There is another McKernan here, Donnie McKernan, who who will be on the show, but he actually. Uh, so he was, I guess, under the impression he was going to fill in because well, we had joked around. We call him not Kenny. Not Kenny, but he is Kenny 2.0. And so I don't know how. They, they have a lot of similarities. They have a lot of similarities. And so we talk about how Kenny will stop what he's doing <laughs> to help you. Well, let me just tell you, Donnie didn't think that Kenny would be able to make it. And so he asked if he needed to call his wife so that he could fill in for you. So it's no, I think he already did. No, he I, said, do I need to call my wife? Okay. I was under the impression that he did, and he was, like, planning to stay. So he but, didn't have to tell him to call his wife. No. <laughs> but let me tell you. So we'll have Donnie on, and you'll see a lot of similarities. That blood runs strong. We definitely sound quite a bit alike. I think it was uh, one of our automation uh installers that said that she came up here and met donnie for the first time and she said if she could close her eyes and just listen to him talk she would have swore it was me mm. yep not kenny not kenny <laughs> and i'm not donnie <laughs> all right an well, hour folks. and 18 minutes well folks there is you that good it. or is that bad that's good i think that's just me saying we should probably stop okay yeah. but yeah, everybody's probably asleep at home right now we want to have you back it's been great. Okay. It's been a good show. Let's let's fun. do this after football season stops. Okay. I don't know when that is, but cool. Square I, deal. I, I'll get back to you. Sounds good. It depends on how good they do. Uh, it depends. <laughs> I'm hoping my son makes it to the playoffs. Okay. I'm talking about PB football, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I don't watch sports at all. So. Yeah. Us working folks don't don't have too much time for that. No sir. All right. Well, thanks for watching. It's been fun. Thank you, Kenny, for coming. Oh, you guys Thank are very welcome. For thanks for having us. All you powerhousers. It looks like Josh Cumbie's our biggest fan. I appreciate you. Thanks, Josh. There, appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Josh. We're going to have Josh on here, too. Yep, for sure. Um, he, right, he's going to have a lot to a lot to provide so, to the table for you guys. So we've already uh, kind of told Donnie, not Kenny, that he could be next. I think after that, we should do Josh. Cool. Yeah. So, Josh, what month is it? September? September, yeah. All right. So, we, 
so uh, have him on in October. <laughs> nah, so we try to do the like meet the team thing once a month. So okay. probably have Donnie in October, and then we'll do Josh in November. Okay. So that'll be the plan, and then football season's over. Hopefully, yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks everybody. See you. Appreciate it, guys. Time. See you. All right.